Starting in the 80s, kids were given a directive by a rumple-coated anthropomorphic canine, take a bite out of crime. This ad campaign permeated schools and television commercials in an effort to reduce crime against kids. Its status as an advertising icon is legendary, but its efficacy as a crime prevention tool is questionable. This week's episode is McGruff the Crime Dog. Fills with dread, probably a murderer who wants you dead. It could be a ghost, a demon, or worse. Perhaps you're the victim of a witch's curse. It's hopeless, you're doomed. You'd call a priest if you could. You'd rather just listen to who? Sinisterhood. Well, hello. hello. I'm coming to you live from the closet <laughs> under the blankets. You look like the kid in Never Ending Story in the library <laughs> or in the attic, wherever he finds the book, just reading like it bastion. under his blanket. Yes. I'm Bastion and I'm going to go out and find Falcor. I'm coming to you live from Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm in Fort Walton Beach with my nieces. I'm coming to you live from Dallas, Texas, where a thunderstorm has made our dog Kate very upset. Kate doesn't like thunderstorms. She doesn't. She, uh, you saw, I had to get her all set up before I could record because she has to be right near me when they're happening. So I had to get her bed so she could be right near me. Now she seems to have chilled out some. I also gave her what her version of gummies, you know, it's just (laughs) like anti-anxiety stress stuff for dogs. (laughs) A doggy MC. Yes. Well, it's very appropriate that you have a dog with you as we are recording this because we're talking about a dog today. Oh, are we? (laughs) Oh, baby. Hey, how you doing? Oh, gosh. I thought you were. You're you're in Florida? Oh, I made my way down here all the way to Florida. (laughs) I feel like you're probably banned from the beaches in Florida for several reasons. I I was humping someone's leg earlier. I won't lie. (laughs) Well, those of you who don't recognize that voice, that's McGruff the Crime Dog. Yes. He's joining us. <laughs> McGruff the Crime Dog. Oh, man. How did this even come about? I believe we were talking on a Q&A many months ago about bizarre things I've purchased off the internet, okay. including all of our Chippendales things. It might have been tangential with Chippendales because in addition to the Chippendales calendar that we bought when we covered that, as well as the playing cards, I did... I avoided buying the Chippendales teddy bear because I thought, I don't want that. Eh, Nothing with, uh, you know, fuzz. Things get trapped. (laughs) Yeah, fur from any decade that's not this one. I'm not, unless you put it in a case somewhere. Like, I don't want to get a teddy bear, like a vintage teddy bear to put. No, 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 that you can't wash. No. Not at all. No, so in, in amongst my eBay shoppings, also where I got my Margaritaville Crocs, I found a 1984 McGruff the Crime Dog vintage puppet, which I've said before I've always wanted yes. because the librarian at my elementary school had one. I mean, I think the the National Crime Prevention Council we'll talk about in this episode was given them out or you bought them as like a kit, but she wouldn't let us touch it. And all I wanted was to touch the McGruff. Well, now he's... Honestly, he's touching me, not you. <laughs> yeah, so then he came to my to live in my house and was just kind of sitting up on a shelf. And we talked about him in a Q&A, and then that's whenever I busted him out. And out of nowhere, I did not plan this. He just started hitting on you. I don't know what happened. 
<laughs> he doesn't really like me even being around or care that I'm around. But no, he's he not. Has, he's not as huge a fan of you as he is me. Somehow, I think the only person he likes less than me is Tommy. <laughs> oh yeah, he doesn't like Tommy or the cuck as he calls him. <laughs> doesn't even refer to him by his actual <laughs> birth name. Well, McGruff's been coming on the He has been tour coming on a lot of oh, stuff. And I would like to talk to him about this because um, this is a new house, McGruff. And, like, I'm tired of cleaning it up, quite honestly. You keep having to oxyclean the rugs and he's all over the place. <laughs> well, when he, he called Tommy a cuck at the L.A. show and our dear friend Em was like, that cracked me up afterwards. <laughs> I was like, thank you. It's very silly, but... <laughs> It's, uh, it's he's out of control. We can't control he's him. But he's control. been on tour with us, and many of our Patreon subscribers have been like, "Well, I really wanted my friend to hear that episode, but that was only a Patreon special minisode, which we call them minisodes, but they end up always being an episode's yes, length, for sure. Like when we just we just covered the Corey Richens out of Utah, the murder of Eric Richens, and that was almost. A, I mean, I think it was a solid it was hour a full for a episode for sure. So yeah, we tell you it's a minisode, but then we just get going. But yeah, then during the minisode, I happened to just bring the puppet, thinking we were just going to look at him, and then he ended up singing. He ended up hitting <laughs> on you. I'm barely in this episode, so I'm glad we're doing an <laughs> intro right now because this is like almost probably the last time you're going to hear my voice <laughs> for the rest of this. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I believe a Patreon subscriber in the patreon q a said why don't y'all cover mcgruff as a mini so we're like all right and turns out there's actually some very interesting information about the whole like keep kids off drugs campaign and dare and everything and how this kind of all tied together is this preventative tool to get kids listening to somebody about staying right. safe it turns out that somebody is a horn dog <laughs> You want him to pay attention to some authority figure. But then, yeah, we talk about how is that a good thing to have? You know, does the policing happen in different neighborhoods differently? And also, if you just say, just say no, does that work? No. Spoiler alert. It doesn't. No. Turns out. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> doesn't Nancy <work>. Reagan. <laughs> But yeah, I'd love to, I'd like to dig into something that you know and love and then you hit, you know, get the background on it. Cause as a kid, I just accepted and thought, oh, the government made that up. Yeah. But it's not just the government. It's not just the government. Uh, uh, sometimes it is the government, oh. but not just. Almost Can always. But yeah, if you're if you enjoy hearing McGruff and you want to meet him in person, you can meet him in we're coming to Boston, Brooklyn, Washington, D.C. That's all in July the 19th, 20th, 22nd. So don't miss it. And then after that, we'll be in Detroit, Columbus and Pittsburgh in August and go to SinisterHead.com slash live shows. Here's the thing with McGruff is he has like a vacation outfit, but we just sold out the Los Angeles show and he was wearing an L.A. Dodgers jersey. So his rule that he's now made is if you sell the shows out, he will dress in the sports team of your city choice. He will come correct, <laughs> repping whatever city we're in. So when we sell the Boston show out, I don't know how I feel about him wearing a patch jersey. Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe a Red Sox jersey. <laughs> yeah, I think Red Sox over pats. But you and know what? If it'll sell the Boston show out, we'll put a tiny patch jersey. And you might be thinking, <laughs> do you mean an adult size jersey? Nay, nay. Paris in LA went and bought like a toddler size Dodger jersey for him and it fits him perfectly like it was tailored for him specifically so it's it's like a size appropriate jersey that he's going to be wearing 
It looks like it's made for him. Much <laughs> like the Crocs looks like they were made for him, too. So I would love to see him in a Brooklyn Nets jersey. Oh, That'd yeah. be badass. Wear, like, some DC. Well, if he goes to DC, we'll put him in a full suit and make him an aviator so he looks like Joe Biden. <laughs> Yeah, if he goes, if we sell out DC, he gets to look like a Secret Service agent. Yes, we'll get him a little earpiece in his ear. <laughs> we'll dress him up like a Secret Service agent. Oh, that's that would be fun. very fun. I just want to dress him up. But yeah, it's fun to take a thing from your childhood and completely desecrate it and make it into like a very perverse thing. But also while learning, while so learning. you know, you know what that who doesn't was care about what that? McGruff was all about: learning, teaching the kiddos. So. We're going to teach you now about uh, his origin story and oh, yeah. so, so much more. When don't miss, go to our YouTube. There's a full, we recorded the video on this one because we kind of had to. So there's a full video version. We don't really have video versions of our episodes, but because this was originally on Patreon, and in fact, so many subscribers said, release this to the public. So give the people what they want. And now you get a full video version of this too. So go to uh, youtube.com slash sinisterhood podcast and you can watch a full video version. We, Maybe I'll put a clip of me under my towel. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. You look uh, you look fantastic. I like that your hair, it looks like you've been at the beach. You've gotten some sun. I got some, it was my niece's first trip to the beach. She's never seen the ocean before. I uh, got a little bold yesterday. The waves were pretty rough and her dad had swum pretty far out there and she goes, I'm going to swim to daddy. And I was like, it's like 30 yards. No, you're not. No. <laughs> I was like, you're six. You're you not know what? I daddy. appreciate that. She was like, the first time I see the ocean, I'm taking it by storm. <laughs> it's almost like she's my niece where you're like, I can do that. I can swim 30, 30 <laughs> yards right yeah. now today. Uh, but I all, did not break the news to them, which... Tommy was sending a TikTok yesterday that the UAP that we covered, which was unidentified aerial phenomenon, is now unidentified anomalous phenomenon, which includes the ocean. Oh, my. So NASA is now investigating aliens in the ocean. You've heard of cake by the ocean, but this is aliens <laughs> yeah. by the ocean. Aliens by the ocean. Aliens by the ocean. So, of course, they would release that when I'm at the beach. Yeah. Well, we've always said octopus are aliens, so I think we've got our answers. We finally proved it. Alien octopus. But we hope you enjoy this lovely McGruff mini-sode, and we will catch you next week. We've got the first in a two-part series, also somewhat related to the ocean. So we'll give you yeah. a little teaser there. Yes. Well, for now, enjoy and Godspeed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Starting in the 80s, kids were given a directive. <laughs> My shoe fell off. <laughs> Hang on. One second. <laughs> Where did it fall? Sorry. <laughs> fell off of his foot. Wait, can McGruff read the written intro? Yes, yeah. Ready? Leave all this in. <laughs> oh, certainly. Oh, okay, just for Are you those ready? of you listening, we're, Are you ready we're for recording me to start? video so we can show people this. Oh, later. yeah, there's video. It's the perfect one for a video. Hey, buddy. Hi. Starting in the 80s, kids were given a directed... Starting in the 80s, kids were given a directive <laughs> by a rumple-coated anthropomorphic canine. Me, take a bite out of crime. <laughs> This ad campaign permeated schools and television commercials in an effort to reduce crimes against kids. Its status as an advertising icon is legendary, but its efficacy as a crime prevention tool is questionable. Hey! 
<laughs> this month's Minnesota is McGruff the Crime Dog. You! Me! <laughs> All about me. Hey, guess what's under this trench coat? Oh, what's under there? Oh, uh, gosh, McGruff. I got some Gucci watches, some Rolexes from a buddy of mine. Listen, they'll, they'll give them to you cheap. <laughs> Are hey, you going to flash me? Oh, check it you're out. You're unbuttoning your coat. Oh, oh McGruff. I'll just show you what was under this coat. Oh, crazy, no. I did notice that McGruff does not wear a shirt. No, which, no. He's from the 80s. I'm like just... Dog Columbo. <laughs> you are. So we have, for those of you who are listening, not watching, I have a McGruff the Crime Dog. This is a impulse buy from eBay. It's a well, puppet. Clearly, you needed it. I did. I got it from, uh, well, I was at wine night with some friends, and I don't know why we got to talking about it, and I just got on eBay and was like, when I was a kid, I once His saw- little shoe. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing these tiny shoes. And- so we're using a new uh, program, and we <laughs> look at those are like baby shoes. They're so little. <laughs> those are literally like toddler shoes that they put on this dog. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, they are. They don't have insoles. I'm sorry, McGruff. They need to get oh, you some. Uh, gosh, you need to be gelling. Flat feet. Well, we're recording this video, and for Heather's got McGruff. <clears throat> I got oh, blankets. Yeah. I got a whole situation going on behind me because um, I'm waiting on my sound panels to get here. Is that a so, Bigfoot blanket? I just want to know, is it Bigfoot? It is Bigfoot. It is. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's also um, a Spider-Man comforter, and I've got a high chair we don't use propping all these up in a bookcase. It's, uh, you know, McGruff, you're not the only one who can solve problems. Everybody wonders why we don't often record video, and it's because this chaos is normally going it's on behind chaos. us. Uh, but we figured we're using this new software, and it has the video capability. And what better one to record than one with visual? Oh aids yeah, like perfect. McGruff. So perfect. Sinisterhood will be right back. Do you remember this program? Did, I got this because as a child at Rutherford Elementary in Mesquite, Texas, there was one of these in the library and we were told repeatedly, you cannot touch it because it's expensive and you know, obviously fragile and it would break. So mm -hmm. only the librarian or a teacher can pull it out to like mouth along with the songs. Oh, I do remember McGruff, but... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> but I can't remember the songs that we're going to listen to on these tapes. That's a and, shame. Yeah, I know. I don't really remember, um, like, I don't think McGruff came to my school, but I do remember Dare. Oh, yeah. Rip were y'all in competition or did you work together? They were trying to dick swing McGruff. <laughs> <laughs> With their t-shirts, their lousy t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. Now it, they're ironic, right? Exactly. People mm -hmm. are like, dare to do drugs. See how good yeah. that did? Now, every, it made us do more drugs. Honestly. You helped get crime off the street. That's right. I stopped <laughs> bullying. I used very <laughs> disturbing imagery in my television commercials that would fuck you up. It was like cinema verite, noir shit. I wanted you to know that the shit <laughs> was real. Real. Oh no! I you have no you can't blink. That's how for real you are. You have no eyelids. You're always on alert. You can't even sleep because you're always trying to stop crime. 
<laughs> he uh he don't stop he started in the i mean he's about to he just celebrated his 40th birthday don't tell people my age <laughs> you look great for 40 mcgruff you i do. look great for any age you do yeah i'm 44 nice <laughs> you single you. no what's your deal <laughs> i'm married with two kids you know what marriage uh adultery ain't a crime Are you is it pulling down your what? Church go more? I'm just saying, <laughs> adultery, it might be against the commandments, but it's not a crime. It's true. You don't go to jail for cheating on someone. Oh, your tongue is red, McGruff. Give McGruff a little sugar. <laughs> Can I call you McGruff? Is that what you like to be addressed as? Some like to call me that. <laughs> Others just say, ooh, baby. <laughs> ooh, baby. <laughs> McGruff, God, shut up. <laughs> Don't cockbock McGruff. <laughs> I won't. I'm sorry. God. Oh, red lipstick is going to come out. <laughs> you know, dogs. You know how you got I the red like lipstick to do it, that comes out. <laughs> baby, you know how I like to do it? How? Doggy like, style? Well, that's what you would think. I like woman on top. <laughs> of course you do. Hell do you leave yeah. the trench coat on the whole time? Yes, I do. I just open it up and then I say, take a bite out of this. <laughs> Why is he playing back? Oh, is so, he's way more sexual than I thought he would be. You know hard it is every day to save lives. That's what I'm doing, by the way. I'm saving lives. I got to unwind are. at the you end are. of the day. No, you look like you enjoy, um, you know. I think you and Cocaine Bear might get along. I feel like you got, even though you're trying not to detract, you have a look about you. What did I you just say? <laughs> did you just bring up my arch nemesis? Oh, no. Cocaine Bear. Is that your arch nemesis? Well, it wasn't his fault. Well, I agree. <laughs> but I don't want kids to think it's cool to do cocaine because it's That's not. True. No, no, no. We'll sing no. a song about it later. I don't mean to interrupt your show. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay. I want to hear about me. No, I want to hear about you, too. Oh, he's ready. <laughs> Are you ready to hear about yourself? If I may, can I be a part of the intro? I know you guys do a thing where you say your names. Yeah, we do. Oh, do you listen to the show? I'm a huge fan. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I would. I just want to say... What's your favorite that, episode? Oh, uh, well, my favorite episode has to be, I'm sorry, but episode 13, because... <laughs> I have actually also shit in that same Albertson's parking lot. It wasn't <laughs> in a car. No. Uh, but do you drive right a car? I do. What kind? <laughs> what kind of car do you drive? <laughs> Why'd you make that face? I have a nice car. I have a very reasonable 2010 Hyundai Elantra. <laughs> Specific. That sounds lovely. <laughs> it's a nice car. It's reliable. It gets me from point A to point B. I think it's great. Thank you. <laughs> So you wanted to be a part of what we do at the beginning? Yes, I want to be. You want to say of the your intro. name? Okay. Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to say. Well, I'm Christy. I'll say I'm Heather, and I'm McGruff. So <laughs> let's get into it. Oh, you took my line, but I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Thank you're you. You're the only person I'll let take my line. You sure you're not single? <laughs> you got to talk to my husband. Oh, I'll talk to him. <laughs> I'll have him. I'll plan evidence. I'll have him arrested. He's going to oh, go to shit. jail. Guess what? Ella, Simon, McGruff's your new daddy. 
I thought you're trying to stop crime. You're gonna you're gonna plant evidence. I have power. I'm drunk on authority. God damn. McGrath, you gotta go. You gotta lay down for a minute. Okay, right, buddy. I'm gonna kick back and listen. Okay. Well, if at any point we're not doing you justice, <laughs> let us know. Okay. Okay. He's nodding. He's nodding that he will. Okay. All right. We have a third for this episode, <laughs> and he's fantastic. He already said, "Let's get into it." So I'm just gonna dive in. Let's rock and roll. <laughs> The lovable, fictional, anthropomorphic cartoon bloodhound we would all come to know as McGruff was first conceived of in 1978 when the Ad Council was asked to develop a public education campaign. Paid for by the Department of Justice, the Ad Council's directive was to encourage citizens to engage in crime prevention in their own neighborhoods. Nineteen agencies came together to form the Crime Prevention Coalition of America to work on the project. Is that right so far? So far, so good. Okay, good. Thank you. Thanks. In 1979, the ad firm Dancer Fitzgerald Sample, now Sachi and Sachi, brought the crime dog we all know and love to life. During his first appearance, McGruff had no name. He was simply a dog in a trench coat telling viewers to take a bite out of crime. The dog's initial audience was adults with his campaign's focus to stop crime. He would provide tips like locking your doors, creating community watch groups, and keeping an eye on your neighbors. It rolled out across television commercials, radio advertisements, and billboards in its initial run. Well, it's funny because I think we talk on the show when cases happen, you know, the 60s and 70s. And now to us, to hear that there would be an ad campaign that's like, you have to lock your doors. We're like, yeah, we're already locking our doors. Duh. But that was not happening. No. It used to be where you could just, everybody knew each other. You left your car doors unlocked. You left your front doors unlocked. Your kids walked to school by themselves. It was a different time, McGruff. It was chaos until I came around. <laughs> the campaign distributed over 300,000 brochures that read, Got a minute? You could stop a crime. In the early months after the dog's debut. By 1981, the group had distributed a million brochures, making crime prevention a widely discussed issue. His focus shifted from helping adults to helping children and teens. Kids were encouraged to avoid strangers for fear of being kidnapped and to resist peer pressure and stay off drugs. And I think the design of McGruff with his trench coat was very timely because that was the days of Columbo, right? Like yeah. you, would, you would expect to see a crime fighter kind of like in a trench coat. Also, Robert Stack. That's right. That's right. He took the look for me. Oh, yeah. No, you were the first to do the trench coat for sure. Well, I did take it from Columbo, but. Okay. Well, I Columbo, did it then you, then yeah. Richard Stack. Here, FMK, me, <laughs> Columbo, or Robert Stack. Oh, can I pick you for all three? Hey. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just the first two. <laughs> Thank you. I'll pick the first two and then. I really like Columbo and uh, in both of them, though, so I don't know. You have to choose. Columbo. To kill? I'm killing him. Wow. Damn, that's hard. I would. Oh, he's looking at me. I was going <laughs> to say, uh, God, F Columbo, <laughs> definitely Mary McGruff. Not, yep, I want to. Not, he keeps looking at me with the unblinking eyes. And I'm sorry, kill Robert Stack, even though I love him and I thought he was there delightful. Yeah, no, but you're a huge Columbo fan. I mean, there's no winners, right? 
No, there's not. No, except for you, because you're you're marrying both of us. That's right. <laughs> Sinisterhood will be right back. In 1982, the organizations participating in the campaign formed the nonprofit organization National Citizens Crime Prevention, which focused on citizen involvement and community policing efforts. The dog got his name, McGruff, shortly thereafter, following a nationwide contest. The winning entry of McGruff was suggested by a New Orleans police officer. That beat out other entries like J. Edgar Dog, Sarge Dog, Keystone Cop Dog, and Bones. <laughs> what was the last one? Sherlock Bones. Let me. I like that one. It's still what some people call me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that tongue. <laughs> what? He said he has to get rid of your husband first. Oh, shit. <laughs> I can't support this. I love Tommy. I'm going to get him. <laughs> He's horny for you, dude. Shit. I know. This is the blankets. That same year, the McGruff House Program was created, offering kids a safe place to go when they are in danger or when they feel threatened or fearful. Volunteers at the McGruff Houses, which are marked with special signage to alert kids, calm the children down, and contact the authorities if necessary. The program was discontinued in the early 2000s due to changing ways kids got to school. The McGruff Truck Program was a similar program rolled out by the NCPC. Utility trucks were outfitted with McGruff stickers so kids could flag them down and have the drivers call police if they needed help. Which it makes sense that throughout the 80s and 90s, this would be a necessary thing because frequently kids were walking to and from school by themselves and that definitely has phased out and so it's like mm -hmm. oh well it's not as effective to have that do you remember these these vans or anything i don't remember any of this i do remember the mcgruff houses or no i'm sorry i do remember the mcgruff trucks i don't remember the mcgruff houses but i remember seeing like a you know you would see like a, a electricity encore truck or whatever would have a sticker on the side of it that i always wondered what that was but now in retrospect again it makes sense if like someone grabs you because you don't have a cell phone back then but nowadays yeah. a kid would just call 911 on their own yeah but if you couldn't, you would get the people in the trucks have like radios they could have radioed for help. I don't remember that, but I that doesn't mean it didn't happen, McGruff. Okay, you're lucky I wasn't you didn't paying get attention. Snatched. You could have got snatched. <laughs> well, I feel like you're making me feel like I am snatched. I'll, I like some snatch. Okay, <laughs> Jesus Christ, God, <laughs> what? I'm a grown dog. I've got needs. You are. You're. Really, uh, four times, you're like 280 years old in human years, right? That's right. I'm immortal. You are. You're a wizard. Even with these helpful programs, McGruff's focus remained on educating children through public service announcements. One 1984 McGruff TV commercial features an adorable girl in pigtails walking down the street. A car slows down and throws open its door. McGruff announces, That's Jenny. But that's not Jenny's dad. He goes on to warn that if she gets in the car, you may be looking at Jenny for the last time. <laughs> I've told you my biggest fear as a kid was getting kidnapped. So this would have scared me to, I mean, I would have, everything about this would have been effective for me. If you watch it even now, I was like, Jenny, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it, Jenny. That's not your dad. Don't see. It holds up. Your it message does. holds up. It does. 
The commercial then shows a playground full of kids playing basketball, laughing, and riding bikes. McGruff warns, A lot of kids there. Every day in this country, 60 kids disappear. Some run away, but a lot are kidnapped by strangers or even by people they know. Almost 20,000 kids a year. 20,000 kids. One kid at a time. Maybe your kid. On your street. Just like Jenny. The kids playing on the playground disappear. The commercial cuts back to Jenny, who declined the stranger's ride and lived to tell her parents about the incident. She narrowly thanks to your message. That's right. <laughs> this is disturbing because it does show all these kids playing on the playground, and then it, it like snaps in an instant, and then McGruff just turns and looks at the camera and is like, you're next. I was like, this is a <laughs> fucking threat. But, you know, I mean, again, if that was... If people were leaving their doors open, letting their kids walk wherever you want, as the government, you're like, we got to throw some ad dollars behind this because people are, it's the Wild West out there. It's like the scared straight program. You got to put the fear of God into them so they act right. People learn best when they're terrified. <laughs> There's, I mean, a lot of leaders think that way. I don't think and that's true. And I consider true, you a community leader. Thank you. So do I. <laughs> McGruff's ads all ended with an offer to write into his P.O. box to learn more. Recipients would receive brochures, coloring and activity books, and even McGruff masks printed with details on ways they could clean up their neighborhoods. McGruff famously attended school assemblies at elementary schools across the country. During his visits, he hyped the crowd before delivering a meaningful message. The assemblies covered common McGruff topics like staying away from drugs, avoiding strangers, taking care when walking or biking near streets, and standing up to bullies. One assembly filmed and uploaded to YouTube shows McGruff in a Florida elementary school dancing vigorously to Ace of Bases, It's a Beautiful Life, while a class of kindergartners cheer him on with pom-poms. At the foot of the stage is a sign reading, Stop the Violence. Part of McGruff's campaign of the same name that aimed to help kids work together with teachers, parents, and administrators to end or reduce fighting and school bullying. And you, it's very cute. The kids are so hyped up. That song slaps even in 2016. It's I think a beautiful life. Oh, oh, it's a beautiful life. In that, that one? Hell yeah, that's my jam. <laughs> and Asa Bass, was, I was a big fan of them. It was more in the 90s. Again, this was shot in 2016, and McGruff's like, I won't let go of a hit when I find one. I like it. I appreciate right. it. You're bringing it back. Right? But, it, I mean, there is a message at the end of it, and if that gets them up off their feet and the blood pumping, it makes them listen more, maybe it helps. So this was 2016? He's still around. Man, we're not hearing enough about him. I think... We're, why aren't there more instances of McGruff? I wonder if it's trailed off. It, it seems like he ebbs and flows, as we'll see. Like, they'll reinvent him. He addresses different topics as they come up. He's a uh, he's multifaceted. He's got well, a lot. Well, I feel like we need you now more than ever, McGruff. So now's the time to come back. Thank you. I never left, but thank you. <laughs> you're, you're right. Now's the time for us to give you the credit you've deserved this whole time. Put some respect on McGruff's name. Yes, Tapes and booklets of McGruff's lessons were also available to school districts to <laughs> implement in class learning. Utilizing cassette tapes and McGruff puppets, teachers and administrators could deliver lessons. And it looks like McGruff has delivered one to us right now. What have, have you got for us? 
This right here, I'll read the cover to you. It says McGruff's Elementary School Puppet Program, first grade. Turn right. the page, please. <laughs> it's the teacher's guide with instructions, and it gives you um, a table of contents of all the various things that are taught. Okay. Some include crime prevention, stranger danger, fire safety, alcohol abuse, roller skate and bicycle safety, stranger roller danger, skate. and uh, child abuse in various forms. Well, you know what? Those are all hard topics to talk about, and I think a cute dog that is trustworthy is a way to resonate with kids. That's right. They listen better, and it shows you how to hold McGruff properly. It oh. doesn't say what to do if he's trying to uh, get with you. What if oh, he's trying says, to to cuck your husband? What do you do? <laughs> I'm going to come for you, Tommy Brown. I'm going to cuck your ass. God. God. <laughs> what? Threatening. You have to calm down or we're, you have to go back on your wooden stand. <laughs> oh, no. He's so funny. sad. He's so sad. Let's just refocus and talk about what things that you could help with. Okay. And I would love to hear some of these tapes. Okay. Well, I have a, let me pull out. The problem is they're cassette tapes. So we have a audio rip of some of them on YouTube. There's also like a call and response that you can do for teachers and children. And I would like to do one with you. Okay. I'm going to find one that's about, Oh, it says, Oh, respect for authority. That's what we're going to start with. Authority. Who remembers? Oh, wait, sorry. I'm supposed to start at the beginning one. They oh have the yeah. Review. Don't start in the middle. When you're at home, who do you obey? This is me asking you, Christy. Oh, uh, I obey, um, myself and the rules of me, the house you would obey me if you were my <laughs> and yeah well who do you listen to and obey at school teachers why is it important to listen and obey to a person in charge because they are there to keep you safe and um things in order that's right mcgruff is an authority and we respect him he mentions in his song that people in charge in the community are people like police officers and firefighters and those that can help you. Can you think of other people in charge who you should listen to and obey? A caregiver, a teacher, um, a coach of a, of a sport you might, you might play, McGruff. If you were mine, I would <laughs> listen to and obey you every day. <laughs> Would you tell, would you do what I told you to do? Hell yeah, I would. <laughs> I can, I'll go and you guys can. Oh, please don't. No, I'm no. scared of what will happen if you do go. <laughs> it doesn't work without the third. Oh, God. Oh, God. I mean, he's right. Though. I hate it. I hate it. Well, we can play, uh, I'll, I'll provide Tommy with an audio clip to play one of these songs. Sinisterhood, we'll be right back. So the very famous song was Winners Don't Use. And that's kind of, it was like a one minute song and that was in his jingles. But he also has this song about marijuana we can listen to. Oh yeah, let's listen to that. Never cry. Marijuana, don't try it at all. It's a lie. It's like beating your head on a wall. 
sentiment i don't know if i agree you know with i don't think marijuana ruins your life but i do agree life is a gift don't abuse it i don't know how to say this but i've come around on marijuana (laughs) oh good i'm glad to hear that because if we're gonna be together you're gonna have to come to terms with it (laughs) i'm not gonna be sniffing around for nothing i respect your space whatever (laughs) you're not gonna be sniffing around oh i'll sniff around (laughs) Oh, stop. I'm going to find you in my, my closet. My dirty closet. <laughs> oh. You got to calm down, man. All right. In 1994, the McGruff campaign received $92 million of donated television time and print space, making it the most prevalent campaign in the United States that year, according to the Encyclopedia of Community Policing and Problem Solving. Some of the PSAs were heart-wrenching, including one addressing gun violence that showed the funeral of a young boy who had been caught in the crossfire of gun violence. Another was set to a tune singing, Where Have All the Children Gone?, and showed a montage of funerals, vigils, and grieving families sobbing at their loved one's side. Initially, when I was watching these PSAs, I thought they were pretty heavy-handed, But when you think about it, that is the truth of what happens when kids get caught up in gun violence. And I won't say ironically, but horrifyingly in from 1994 to present now, gun violence is the number one killer of kids. Mm -hmm. And so maybe it's time to bring PSAs like that back that show this is a problem that has a very significant and severe uh, like a consequence to it. It's a pretty eye opening that from the you know, early 90s, this has been something that people have tried to address. I feel like we don't address it now as much as we did back then. And it's way more of an issue now. So that's what I'm saying. We got to get you back on the circuit. I'm ready. Put me in, coach. (laughs) Any day. We got to, at first I thought, you know, you shouldn't show this kind of stuff. It's like heart-wrenching and cheesy and whatever. But the, the, both of them are actually well done. The first one is uh, actors. So it's kind of a recreation of a mom holding her baby, singing a lullaby. It's like a, maybe like a six or seven year old little boy. And she's Mm -hmm. singing a lullaby to him when a, police officer comes up and like checks his pulse and then the dad comes around the corner and they all start sobbing together while she's singing hush little baby don't say a word it's haunting and then the where have all the children gone is actual footage of funerals and vigils of kids that were lost to gun violence so i we talk about you know burying our head in the sand and going oh it's too emotional i don't really want to think about it but when you put it in front of people it gives you it gives you a reason to talk about it think about Mm -hmm. it and say that does matter to me yeah for sure Jack Keel, McGruff's creator at the agency and the Crime Dog's original voice, told the magazine Children Today. 
Our challenge was to come up with a fresh way to bring home this vitally important message to children. We already know from studies that kids see McGruff as a trusted adult. An astonishing 97% said they would try to do what McGruff tells them to do. To reach kids at their own level, the team developed Scruff McGruff, McGruff's scrappy and energetic nephew, to reinvigorate the brand and meet kids where they are. I get it. I was getting a little long in the tooth. (laughs) They decided they needed to reinvigorate the brand. I know what that's code for. Ageism. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this happened to... Do you know Scooby-Doo? Yes, we're familiar. Okay. trying to catch him and all the smoke that's coming out of the mystery machine, but I recently changed my stance on marijuana, so we're cool. (laughs) Well, they kind of did the same to him, where they brought Scrappy in, you know? Like, I feel like Scruff is your Scrappy. Oh, definitely, and people hate him just as much as they hate Scrappy-Doo. Oh, do people hate Scrappy-Doo? I think he's less beloved. I think he's got his place. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's he's less beloved. Like, McGruff's the one true crime dog. We're never going to let some nephew take his place. He doesn't even have any credentials. Do you know how long I've worked on the force? Do you know how many perps I've taken down? How many? Thousands. (laughs) I believe it. And thousands more. I planted evidence on them so I could cuck them and take their wives. Listen, it's my M.O., okay? I can't help myself. Oh, I'm not the first. Baby, you're not the first, but you'll be the last. Oh, well, thank you. If I had you, I'd never let you go. (laughs) Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Well, although the character of McGruff is beloved, one man who played him felt crime take a bite out of him. In 2011, John Morales, a former McGruff crime dog actor for the Harris County Sheriff's Office, was arrested in Galveston, Texas. I know, it's such a disappointment, isn't it? It is. Ironically, a drug-sniffing dog was to blame, according to CW39. Morales had been speeding through Galveston at 50 miles per hour in a 35 zone around 3 a.m., and the sharp-nosed canine detected marijuana in his car McGruff. oh man let him go (laughs) once inside the trunk officers found a load of marijuana seedlings alongside diagrams of two indoor pot growing operations the police then used the diagrams to seize morales's stash comprised of 1000 marijuana plants 27 weapons including a grenade launcher and sawed off shotguns and 9000 rounds of ammunition The weapons were particularly damning for Morales, who had previously served two years in federal prison for an illegal silencer and a homemade bomb. Well, there you go. It's felon in possession of a weapon. That's it's automatic. They can't I can't save you, man. Also, a grenade launcher. Yeah, I got a question. How was Morales even in in this job if he had previously been in federal prison for these things? Timeline-wise, I believe he was McGruff the crime dog. Then he went to jail for like two years. Then he got out, and then he then this happened, and then he went to jail for sixteen years. Wow, he learned nothing while voicing you, right? It's it's all in the literature. <laughs> You're getting kind of blurry there. Sorry, I got too close. I got no, excited. That's okay. <laughs> Morales told court that he was a good person who got into drug running to support his struggling family. He pleaded guilty and in 2014 was sentenced to 16 years in jail. Despite his fluffy former day job, 
U.S. District Judge Vanessa Gilmore told the defendant, Everything I read about you makes you seem like a scary person. Guns and bombs and hand grenades? Morales' attorney disagreed, telling the Houston Chronicle, He's a very, very smart, intellectual guy and a caring individual. He's not as scary as the judge thought. Well, this sounds a little bit like one of the recent episodes we covered. You listen, so I'm sure you know all about Drew Thornton. That's right, Drew Thornton. He'd stacked his apartment fat with all kinds of crazy shit. Mm -hmm. Hydrochloric acid and whatnot. Yeah, ammunition. Give me, give me close to him. I would have busted his ass. He also, well, I don't know that he was doing it to support his family, but, you know, he was into uh, drug running and stuff, too, and smuggling. People get addicted to the lifestyle. They do. Just like you, McGrath, are addicted to the lifestyle of stopping crime. Oh, yeah. I'm also addicted to the lifestyle <laughs> of that ass. <laughs> I swear to God, you're not coming on the air anymore. This is the last time you're on an <laughs> you episode. Know, Tommy is our producer, and he's going to listen to this, so. I hope he does. <laughs> I don't fight a man without fair warning. <laughs> well, here's your fair warning, babe. McGruff's coming for you. <laughs> Uh-oh, my money's on Tommy. Sorry, McGruff. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I like a challenge. I'll tell you what, though. Only one of you lets me stick my arm up their butt. <laughs> so, you got some advantage there. Oh, I was going to say, I'm glad you guys have a close relationship. <laughs> well, then. Mm. Sinisterhood will be right back. Well, as of 2010, over $1.4 billion in advertising space has been donated to the NCPC's public service announcements. McGruff is still in the business of helping kids. His current PSA campaigns tackle issues like cyberbullying, bullying prevention, and school, internet, and cell phone safety. That's right. Crazy shit happens online. Crazier even than the streets in the 1980s. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Crazier shit went on in the streets in the 1980s than it currently does on the internet right now? Why? I'm saying the opposite. Things are worse now than they're ever been. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things are way worse now. (laughs) So much worse. But don't worry. They'll get better. I hope so. Uh, With your help. Yes. That's right. McGruff's legacy continues to live on. He celebrated his 40th birthday in 2020. Happy birthday. And he is still a well-known figure in crime fighting. His image boasts a 73% recognition rate among adults by image alone and a 94% recognition rate once his name is mentioned. Even though he encouraged us to take a bat out of crime, McGruff is guilty of one crime himself, stealing our hearts and our panties. (laughs) (laughs) You ever see the dog in that copper tone ad where it's pulling off the bathing suit? That's me, but with bitches in the street. Grumpy pervert. What? I got a badge. There's nothing you can do about it. We got a badge. We got to listen. Well, McGruff. So what do we think? So what do we think? Oh yeah, there you go. He's got. He's trying to see all the lines. I think uh, as a kid, I know it definitely made an impact on me. I listened more. I I was enamored with the puppet so much that I bought one myself. It. It's on the flip side. Yes, that each of these issues that he addressed with like a single line in this book is also uh, a 
iceberg under the surface that has to be addressed mm-hmm. with like so many more things like stranger danger. The statistics are it's more likely that your kid's going to be harmed by someone they know or mm-hmm. with drug abuse, like just say no is ineffectual and it has it takes a lot more education. And why am I saying no and things like mm-hmm. that? So I think that while McGruff is a very good start for kids and there's it's sadly like we talked about on this week's Freaky Friday that you can't explain something like a mass shooter to a little kid you have to be like we're bunnies hopping mm-hmm. in our spot you can't explain quite the the devastating nature of being snatched to a kid as easily as you could through a puppet and just be like it's bad for reasons trust the puppet trust the puppet and i think kids are more likely to feel like they can talk to a puppet like a cute dog puppet than look into the eyes of an adult and be able to ask questions that they might have and, and things like that. Just like, um, have you seen the fantastic movie McGruff starring Bill Murray and Richard Dreyfuss called what about Bob? I don't know if you've seen it. I love that movie. Baby steps, baby steps here, baby steps there. (laughs) That's the method I'm going to use. There you go. Well, Richard Dreyfuss, who's a psychiatrist, (laughs) uses puppets to talk to his kids. So there you go. It's just like you. It's true. And you're right. I think if a kid recognizes him from a cartoon, then they're more likely to talk to that person than say like a random police officer that Mm -hmm. comes in and wants to has totally good intentions. And you want to trust, tell kids like you can, you know, if an emergency happens, mom and dad are sick, you can call 911. Right. But I think the recognition and the softness of a sweet dog. And Mm -hmm. I saw a a video not but a couple years ago. I think it was out of Georgia. And the county sheriff brought the McGruff in and the kids were screaming, man. They still love him to this day. It's good to see he's like still around and still has a place. But Mm -hmm. there's also like the issue of, you know, do you are you teaching kids that it's good to snitch on people or call the police for things that maybe don't rise to the level of an actual emergency. So again, it's not, I think it shouldn't start and stop with McGruff. It can start with McGruff, but parents have to take responsibility and yeah, go beyond that of like, this is why sometimes you don't need to call the police. It's better to call, you know, uh, animal controllers, but you know, just teaching them that it's not the all be all end all answer. Okay. I know animal control. You said animal control. (laughs) What? Call who? Yikes. I'm just saying, if there's a loose dog, you don't need to call 911. You can call 311, which is animal control, but not like me, right? <laughs> no, you're not. You're not. Well, you you're, are pretty loose. It sounds like I'm a loose cannon, baby. It sounds like you're a bit of a hound dog. <laughs> you're a bloodhound, correct? Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. You got that hound in you. Get a hold of a leg. You're not letting go. <laughs> I'm not letting go at all, baby. God, you got to go back on your wooden stake or whatever this thing is, your holder upper thing. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think it's a good jumping off point to get maybe what is an uncomfortable uh, conversation rolling, you know, but if you're like, I heard McGruff came to your school today. What all did he talk about? And then, you know, that's kind of a, an opening to what it can often be heavy and uncomfortable conversations. That's true. If the kid's like, oh, we learned about whatever fire safety or we learned mm-hmm. about stranger danger or whatever, you can start at home. If the kid comes home and it's like, he asked me for pictures of my mommy. <laughs> Send nudes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We've got it. You got to go up. You got to go back to where you Man, from, well, McGruff, I appreciate you being here. I know you're very busy, so taking time out of your schedule to join us. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. And hey, I'm your first guest on this new software. I hope it went well. Oh, you are. Thank you. And um, 
I'm going to see you later, right? You can count on it, baby. <laughs> I mean, you have a, I don't even need to tell you where I live. I figure you can just sniff it out and you're going to run on over here. Oh, wait, this is the chair you were sitting in yesterday to do the live stream? <laughs> it is. Hang oh, on. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, his face is right on the seat. <laughs> I got the scent. Hey, All right. wait. Wait, do they make a candle in that scent? Oh, they do. If you go to goop.com, you can get it. Been there, done that. I don't need a candle that smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's clam. God. <laughs> Jesus. She was found uh, not guilty today in her trial, McGruff. Have you been following? Oh, I've been following. I love trials. <laughs> Me too. It's one of his favorite things to watch. Yeah, I agree. See, we already have so much in common. I can't wait. Oh, can't wait gosh. to start this new <laughs> relationship with you. I'm going to open the door to the studio and he's going to be off of his stand. I'm yeah. going to be like, well, I know where he's at. He's going to be over here. Yeah. He's going to be off the stand and on something else, if you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you, thank you, the two of you for letting me be in this episode. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> thank you for being here, Heather, with McGruff and I. Thanks, <laughs> Mini So. Uh, thank you, McGruff, for being here. Thank you to all of you listening for supporting the Patreon. We could not do this without you all. Make sure you request to join the Facebook group if you haven't already. Subscribe to our Discord server. We just updated the pinned post on Patreon with all sorts of helpful links. So go there for all your information and go to, do you have a website? Do you have any upcoming stuff you want to plug? Oh, thanks so much. The thing about McGruff is when you need me or when you least expect me, that's when I'm there. (laughs) So anytime when you need him or when you don't need him, he's always there. Day or night. (laughs) So you're always around. Just look for him anytime. If you need him, just look for him. He'll be there. Just like, uh, what's that song? The song, I'll, I'll Be There. Be there. That's right. <laughs> Who sings that? Mariah Michael Carey? Jackson. Michael Jackson. <laughs> so, what's wrong with me? was not Mariah Carey. Was it? It's okay, baby. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so flustered by, um, I'm blushing by all your compliments. It took a turn. I apologize. I didn't know he was going <laughs> to be like this. I would not have invited him on the air. It's okay. You know what? He's, yeah, you better watch out. <laughs> We're cool. We're chill. We're chill. Well, um, McGruff, do you want to say the the sign-offs? I would love to. Thank you. Okay. You say both of them. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> As always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy. <laughs> Thanks, McGruff. Thank you, McGruff. Well, if you like our free episodes, you'll love our Patreon bonus content. You can join for free to see what we're up to next or dive into over 500 hours of bonus content like the episode you heard today. We also recently released our special Sinisterhood Live at the Texas Theater as a Patreon perk. So head over and check it out. That is the video one, too. You don't just get to hear the audio. You get to see the whole shebang. It was filmed by Moment. Very high def, great quality, and it was a super fun show. So, and there's full, yeah, visual elements. You get to see all of it. Oh, yeah. Lots of visual elements. <laughs> and for recent patrons, thank you so much for supporting this show. And make sure you stick around after our sign offs to hear your shout out. And don't forget to head to sinisterhood.com to get some sweet sinisterhood merch like t shirts, mugs, totes, and even clothes for your kiddos. You can just head to our website, sinisterhood.com, and click on shop on the top banner. You know who shops there? Hey, McGruff. McGruff.
That's right. (laughs) You can also review the show, follow us on socials, and check out the episode description for more fun like topic-based playlists and links to live show tickets at SinisterHood.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SinisterHoodPod and like us on Facebook at SinisterHood. You can catch the full video version of this episode on our YouTube page at Sinisterhood Podcast, as well as on TikTok. We're also on Cameo for custom video shoutouts. Where are you at, Christy, on the computer? I am on Instagram at Christy M. Wallace and Twitter and TikTok at Christy or GTFO. Heather? I'm on TikTok and Instagram at Heather vs. the World and Twitter at MCK vs. the World. As always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy. Everybody, thank you so much for supporting the show on Patreon. Here are your special Patreon shoutouts. Amy. Mackenzie Hernandez. Rachel. Amanda Guthrie. Ashley Poindexter. Brittany Pennington. Lauren Wolfangel. Cosima Ichkel. Leah Kaufman. Kara Jenkins. Jennifer Lockhart. And Wu Eliu. Thank you so much for supporting the show. We could not do this without you. We hope we got all your names correct. Stay safe, stay healthy, and keep it creepy. Mwah, ah, ah, ah. Sin-